Hello everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to a very hot and sweaty second take of the Same 12 Notes podcast. My name is AJ, aka The White Steve Urkel. DJ Slowbo back in the building! Pigtail King, brown bear. <laughs> back, um, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I've done it once already. Yo, it's Sign here, um, aka Slick Vic the Ruler. So that's a really good one. Coming to you, that came to me right now. Not it. right now, <laughs> the, pre- the previous right now. Yeah, this idiot over here behind the deck didn't hit record, so we're doing like the first 20 we're minutes wording. of this thing again. Working on it. So, <laughs> as we were saying, there has been a lot of music that we've had to listen to. I'm gonna run through the list real quick, and then I'll do a one, a one-take Drake review from everyone. So, Ace. Nas, Maxo Cream, Willow Smith, Big Crit, Beyonce, we are flashing back to Ed Sheeran because we didn't talk about it. We waited. Iggy Azalea, I'm going to have to say that name. I'm going to say it once more for the one take review. I feel like there was a time in an early episode. Did I try and defend Iggy Azalea? Yeah, oh, you did. You I'm going to pull that. I feel like I did that. I'm going to remind you in front of legal representatives whenever <laughs> I need Yeah, it. we need a flashback <laughs> yeah. to that. If I'm ever arrested, I need someone to pay bail. <laughs> <laughs> you better know you're paying. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Naz's album, what did we think? Uh... Just do it again. <laughs> so for me, like, it took me two times to listen to it. The first time I only got two two tracks in. The second time was this morning and I ended up really liking it. Well, I say really liking it. Yeah, I don't know, like after kind of listening to it and you have to accept the fact that it's very dated, like the lyrical content and everything else was there. Yeah, literally, like, like we were saying the last time, I, I hopped in my DeLorean and went all the way back to the early 2000s for that album. And yeah, you're right. They, the content was there. The lyrics were good. The beats were good. Um, yeah. Horse selection, like you said, but they, I, were, yeah. but they were good. Um, <laughs> it was just Not great. It just didn't feel exciting. Nothing about it got me excited. Yeah. So like, it wasn't an exciting album. Like, yeah, there's nothing about it that was exciting. Am I going to listen to it again? Maybe if I'm stuck for something to listen to. <laughs> I think it, like this is going to be like my whole running theme for today's albums. And I think it's where you digest the album. So like the first time I tried to listen to it, I just- it's got that first to, impression kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I got like two songs in and I just wasn't in the right mood. I wasn't in the right environment to be able to listen to it. Whereas this morning I woke up, I was like, have my coffee, had my eggs, put the Nas album on. So was setting up the <laughs> for the podcast, and like you, I don't know, like you guys had said that you felt the album was very long, but yeah. for me, listening to it this morning, it flew by, just because of like what I was doing, and I think that this is the kind of album that I would put on when I'm very busy and I just want something there. Yeah, um, like I guess the, to be fair, it didn't help that when I was listening to it, I was at work. Um, literally shifting boxes. I was breaking down boxes and going back and forth to the bins, recycling. Like it, I wasn't doing anything exciting. Okay. I wasn't doing anything entertaining. And I mean, you, no, and I the album this, didn't help. No, I wasn't this morning, sun, but you're in a good mood. The sun's shining. You had yeah, eggs. Yeah. Could really go for some eggs right now. Eat your, eat your uh, breakfast, um, True say. Most poor meal of the day. I'm still going through those white chocolate cocoa pops just because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, a struggle. I'm not about to throw them away. <laughs> 
I'm oh, such a middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat these even though I don't like them. <laughs> They're not so bad that I'm going to throw them away, but I had to like go looking for those. I'm not yeah, about, like that was a wasted effort. And I hate wasting food. It makes me so sad. Next album, Maxo. Talk on it. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm the resident Maxo fan. I am a fan. I'll give my review. So the last album was better. Punkin was better. I want to say I'm not a fan. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, just from going off what I've heard from this album. So listen, have you listened to his last album? Again, I've heard bits of it. I've not given it a full Listen chance. to Roaches. Okay. I want to go back and find one song that I think I can throw someone a Maxo track and just be like, listen to this. This guy's All insane. Right. Listen to Roaches. And also listen to Grannies off um, Punk and his last album. Way better. Okay. This entire album felt... It felt it was like the Nas one. It felt dated. It didn't feel dated as much. It just felt the same. <laughs> like it felt like more of the same. Yeah. When the same was, I'd, I'd had enough of it. It felt every track felt the same too. There was no variation in any of it. Maxo raps a lot. Like, yeah. By a lot, I mean he's he fits a lot of words into his bars. His bars are long. Mm. His verses are long. But he, I just feel like he repeats the same content matter yeah, there in was, different ways. It's I like think one tells, topic and he just wraps around that yeah, one Yeah, like I went listening to this, I was just like, bearing in mind I didn't finish it. Like I got, what, maybe about five tracks in and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. Like, I just felt like he wasn't saying anything different and it sounded the same. It's it, To me, it sounded dated. I don't know whether- It's interesting that you say that he, his subject matter is very- the same because I agree, but I also think in his in his bars in his lyrics, he's actually a really really vivid storyteller. There's yeah. a lot of detail and a lot of like expositional stuff in the stories that he's telling, and I think that's one thing as well about Maxo is that there's no lightheartedness there. There's nothing that gets you sort of just like, oh, this is nice. There's no variation. It's all very serious. It was like Nas though. It didn't get me excited. No, I was excited for it. I was like, yes, new Maxo. Oh, yeah, but that's because I, I would say though, as a Maxo fan, you're probably going to be more. But I was still, I wouldn't say I was disappointed, but. It, it's not like, no, nice. I wasn't disappointed either, but it's I wasn't. Always, I'm always really let down by a, new, by a new album when I go, the last one was better. Yeah. Because that's where you see that, that very clear, oh, uh, oh, you took a dip. Well, Bitcoin I mean, fell by $3,000. Like, I mean, there's a, like, you, we can't always expect an artist to always make better than their last project. No. Sometimes it's just not possible to do no, that. No, but I always, I would always rather that be something that I realize retrospectively. When I look back on a catalog, I want to go, oh yeah, that that album was way better than that. In the moment, that album should be the greatest thing ever. Mm, I get where you're coming from, but I just don't Like think my first that... impression of an album shouldn't be, the last one was better. It should yeah. be, oh my God, this is the best thing. Oh, this is amazing. I love it. It's so good. Best and thing then you've you ever realize, done. And like, then you listen to it a little uh, bit more. You go okay. back, you listen, you're like, oh yeah, the, the no, last, the, it wasn't as good right, as, so, as previous stuff. So in, that, in that first I've got numbers moment, to add to this debate once using, you two are done. Using um, Joey Badass in, as an example, his Ooh. 1999 Ooh. album, his 1999, well, his mixtape, that was incredible. I would say it's probably one of like, my favorite rap albums ever. Yep. A yeah. lot his, of people then that. his next one was it All American Badass. Yep. That is a great album as it's well. It's a very good album. But it's not as good as 1999. And no. I knew and I knew that listening to it, 
but I wasn't mad at it. I was like, this still is still a okay. great album. Okay. Fair. Like you can't, sometimes like you just have to accept that an artist has moved away from what was that the, period. What was the time frame between those two albums? For, uh, for my own reference. I am not entirely sure. Uh, between which two albums, sorry? Uh, 1999 and All American Badass. Um, I will find out. While I do find out, because I think that has something to do with it. When you've had a long time, if you've had a long time, I'm trying to remember the release dates and I just can't. If you have a long time to sit in, on an album like 1999, mm. it cements itself as a classic. Oh yeah. So then like when they bring something else out, you're comparing it against a classic. Whereas Punkin and I don't even know what this new Max album was called. Uh, Brandon. Brandon, yeah. Banks. Brandon Banks. So between Punkin and Brandon Banks, we have 12 months. Okay. Is Punkin that young? Yeah, Punkin was 2018. It might be more than 12 months, but it was 2018. So you have a year. So I hadn't had, and plus I, I didn't listen to Punkin when it came out. I only discovered it. Oh, so it you started. had time on that. Yeah, I, well, I didn't have time on that. Like it was quick. So I listened to Punkin and then not too long after I first heard Punkin, Brandon Banks comes out and I'm like, oh, that was better. Whereas I should have been excited to hear new music from this artist that I've just discovered. Do you think though that that's because you've not, like, as you said, like, the, the time period between listening to the two wasn't that big. I so, think that. So, yeah, yeah. so in your head, you're still- In your favor, yeah. In, in your head, yeah. you're, like that's the other album is still quite fresh. Yeah, totally. So you can still remember all of the different bits. Absolutely. So, but if you've got something like 2012, oh, sorry, 1999, which I can see came out in 2012. If you've got a number of years to sit on an album and re-listen to it and revisit it, it really sort of cements where it is for you. And then when you go back and you get some new music like All American Badass, your- All American your, Badass, by the way, was Joey's second studio album. Yeah, he what, had Before the Ass, but Before the Dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever people want to call that album, I don't know. I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> but that, but that album, was a great album exactly, as well. Exactly, phenomenal album. That was three years after- Has Joey ever slipped? No, Joey no, does not slip. Joey doesn't slip. <laughs> um, I think the weakest project Joey's ever put out is Say all American badass and no, I'll fight you. No, I wasn't about to. <laughs> <laughs> I had, the, the heat's really getting to me today. It was um, it was Beast Coast. Well, yeah, but again, that's not you his. can't shed bullets. Yeah, yeah, true. That's the uh, but, one thing. That's, to, that's the weakest thing he's ever. One been thing part. I wanted to add to the Maxo debate, which I said that it felt like Maxo was just wrapping around the same point. That was stupid of me because looking at someone else's analytics, hip hop by numbers. Big shout to them guys, because I look at their stuff a lot. Word up. Maxo did a lot of storytelling. So I think what I didn't like looking at this is I just didn't like how he told a story. So he dropped 84 different names while wow. he was storytelling, which is a lot. That's a lot. He's coming out doing yeah. Stormzy. And oh, like there's a comparison. The number of narrative based like bars, like bars that lead into telling a story or picturing or leading up to a point, a comparative to Illmatic and the art of storytelling by Slick mm. Rick. Numbers, what I don't like is probably the quality because that is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, no. Um, I, th I do think he does tell- The he, real Slick Rick. He does tell very vivid stories. And I think I, I already said that. He, he I tells what I very want. clear yeah. stories in very good bars. I just don't want that for a whole album. Do you know what? Like for me, I'd, I there's only so many ways you can rob and shoot people. Yeah, there's. there's uh, oh, you can get creative with it. Give me oh, a, I just yeah. don't think. I just but don't think. I just dilutes, don't think he got creative. with it. I think it. it dilutes the I impact. Agree. It dilutes the impact of a really vivid story track, 
when every track is a vivid story track. If I'm listening to an album and there's a couple of tracks on there that are like, oh, this is like, oh, you're, you're talking about some shit that actually happened to you. Whoever the artist is, like someone's actually yeah. telling a real story rather than suggesting the idea of a story. Uh, so dancing around it rather than telling it. I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna have to disagree because I feel like any, I feel like you can do that storytelling depth and have so much different context to stuff. R. Yeah. Kelly did a whole trapped in the closet. And that was that was not talking about any anything real life, any oh gang banging God, shit. Rubber, and like that <laughs> even though we, even though like we cancelled him or whatever, but we that did. story that he told there was incredible. And like you could rappers could use the same kind of effect and talk about different things. Like it doesn't always yep. have to be bang bang trap trap. Exactly. Yeah, I true. got monies. Like, and if it is, I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice. So it did yeah. feel like Maxo did himself a disservice. I just by... felt like, for me, it felt dated. It felt like I've heard this before. Yeah. And I just don't really see anything new being tried. And that's no. not always like, that's not always a bad thing. Like yeah. with the Nas album, I wasn't mad at it because oh. we saw that something new and that we is got what Nasir I album. Yeah. Like, and that's what I expect from Nas. Like, He's for the old hip hop heads. Yeah. The ones that turn their nose up at J. Cole and like, he's not real rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, that's who Nas, Nas K is. I mean, fuck for. those guys, but okay. Yeah, but those no, guys. You're, are, no, you're absolutely yeah, those right. Guys, yeah, those guys exist, and I feel yeah. like They're wearing hoodies Nas, right is now. Al Nas is always going to be their hero, and he's not trying to stray away from that. That's he's got, it, yeah. He's whereas Maxo, correct me if I'm wrong, he's a. Still fairly new. Very new, yeah. yeah so like, new. I think Punkin was his debut album, right? Yeah. So for he me, he should be- a lot of mixes be, and projects before that, but- Yeah. He, his mainstream for me, debut. For me, he should be trying to really solidify himself in this current era, rather than rapping sounding like he's 10 years old, older than what he is. Yeah. that makes sense? I agree. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't disagree. I, I still enjoyed it. I still like Maxo as an yeah. artist. I still like his style. But yeah, I do agree it wasn't. Wasn't the strongest project I've ever heard anyone put out. Complete flip album, Willow Smith. <sighs> Go on. Well, that's just that's my review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It felt, I, like I, we I, we both have the exact same opinion. on Yeah. This. Like I said into our group chat, I just felt nothing. I, it was just empty. Don't get me wrong. Sonically, it is great. Like, nice to listen to. It, yeah, it's it's beautiful to listen to. Sonically, it is made incredibly well. But there just wasn't anything to it. Even though it sounds amazing, there wasn't anything that makes me want to go back to listen to it. I didn't get any connection whilst listening to it. It was just like, oh, that sounds really nice. Like there was nothing there was nothing there. Like I can't see myself rushing to play it again. I would, but like yeah. in certain situations, like Do you know what it's great for? It's great background music. Yeah, we were saying this earlier. Like that's yeah, it's perfect background if I was music. If I was throwing a dinner party, I'd put that shit on, and it'd yeah. be the littest dinner party ever. Yeah. You'd have say. the harp and all kind of shit in the back. Willow's <laughs> coming. Yeah. But do you think this is a case of maybe having the wrong expectation going in? Well, no, I had no expectation going in, and I feel like I still have no expectation of her now. <laughs> I think like, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. Her last album, I preferred and i listened to that and i don't go back to it per se but her songs appear on a lot of the playlists i listen to so sometimes i will just erica badu create a playlist yeah willow smith inevitably ends up on said playlist and i, I don't yeah. skip the songs but this is the this 
feels very like atmospheric background music. Yeah, well, which is it, fine. Well, the thing is, it's like yeah, it's really I, yeah, good background but, no, but, music too. But yeah, it, it's good background music. But so like when like so, if I'm using the dinner party example, Erica Badu, great person to put on for that kind of playlist. But you still feel something when you listen to her yeah, music. That's yeah, true. like with Willow, I didn't. I just didn't feel anything. I don't know whether it's you know mental Willow. Yeah, maybe. I was I, saying this I to you know. when we were whilst we were waiting for to roll up. Um, my name. Sorry. <laughs> there were, yeah, that's what, that beep, that's what that beep was for. Um, uh, there is nothing more. There's nothing worse that an album can do than make me feel nothing. Cold. Um, we're gonna get onto that when we talk about. So I, said. I, said. We don't, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yeah. The, about one of the albums. About one of the other albums. This is my firm opinion on that. But yeah, if an album makes me angry, how, how bad it is. I've still felt something. It's elicited a response from me. If it's amazing and I'm gassed for it and I'm telling everyone about it, it's elicited a response from me. Something like this where I listened to it and I went, okay. Do you know that, what? That for me is the worst crime an album can commit. Do you know what like, though? Just, I was to speaking, so, just to fall so flat. I was speaking to um, my housemate the other day, like literally yesterday when we was talking about music and he was saying that most music that he listens to now makes him feel like that. Especially with rap. Because he was like, everything just sounds the same. Yeah, it's very hard. It was like, there's nothing really like, we don't have anyone breaking boundaries to try and make a different sound. Like, like, you know how like when we had Odd Future, when they were first coming out. different. It it was completely different. And you could like kind of get sucked into that energy that they was giving away. We don't, we literally don't have anyone like that at the moment. Right now, rap is a gateway drug, but there's nothing on the other end. Yeah. Like, that's good. We've broken through and rap is everywhere. Everyone's doing this thing now. And we nailed what the high was. And some people, the high was being number one in like overall charts. Some people, the high was building their audience to a million listeners on Spotify. Some people, their high was touring the world. Yeah. Like we've started to tick all of those boxes. You can see your favorite artist in most places. Festivals now have all become hip hop festivals. Yeah. So hip hop broke the gate. And then now we're like, yeah, but. There's no high from this anymore. Well, I think I think it, it, like, uh, every now and then it takes so like, is it, a needle to the vein where it's like someone does something. J Cole drops Middle Child. So what is it? You yeah. get the needle to the vein at that. Is moment. it saturation? I think it is. I think everyone's mm. starting so, to. I think a lot of a lot of people have found the same path, the same yellow brick road. Yes, true and so. everyone now wants to follow this yellow brick road when there is blue roads. There's red roads. <laughs> There's green roads. There's those. <laughs> di- <laughs> there's, a, there's loads of different roads Master that you can take, <laughs> but everyone wants to just follow this yellow brick road, and I feel like that's why everyone's starting to sound the Lions, same. And, and, bears, and oh it's my. like everyone knows that if I follow this route, there is success at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, that's there's right. So, like, not majorly like it might not be major success, but there is it's more some, success than now. Yeah, I've seen the success. I know that this. I know that this works. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, a string of albums and releases and appearances now. Beyonce's Lion King album, first of all. First, has anyone seen the film? Not yet. I've not seen it, but I really want to go. I'm going to be watching it. Actually, I'm going to wait till the weather's dead again. Um, Yeah. I I ain't rushing. I know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that shit when I was a kid. I've (laughs) literally seen this film before. Apparently, they really don't make many changes. Oh, no. no, It's almost Almost word for word. It's like, you know, when um, Vince Vaughn remade Psycho? And it was like a, sh- yeah, Vince Vaughn remade like Alfred Hitchcock's oh. Psycho and it was literally a shot for shot remake. It was oh, really wow. bad. 
Check that out if you want someone to laugh at. My uh, only fear is Beyonce is Nala. What I am loving though is Beyonce dropping an Afrobeats album. Oh, that was, yes. All there for <laughs> that. So when I heard it at first, I was like, the fuck? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, people are going to have a lot to say about this. But yeah. you know what? She did it fucking very well. <laughs> I heard it and about three songs in. Bear in mind, the first song is a fucking intro from James Earl Jones. Yeah. Oh, no, one second. It's not three. By the fourth song, bear in mind, at that stage, two of the four appearances have been James Earl Jones. I fully forgot this was Lion King. I was like, Beyonce is in the motherland, and I fucking yeah. love it. So I'm going to go ahead and admit to something. Um, you have not listened to it. Well, no. I have some of it. Um, <laughs> when, God damn. when you said, has anyone listened to the Lion King album? Yeah. I legitimately thought you meant the soundtrack. Okay. So, oh, I, yeah. went, so no. I went and listened to the soundtrack <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. No, I didn't know. I, <laughs> oh yeah, everyone fucking loves Elton John. Do you know what? <laughs> well, Do you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you, singing, can I'll you give, feel the love tonight? I'll give you that as well though. I will give you that. Because that when- That fucking great too. When I saw everyone like tweeting about it and stuff, I was just like, Lion King soundtrack. I was like, oh, okay. Typed it in on the DSP. And obviously when you type in Lion King soundtrack, the yep. first thing that comes up is the actual soundtrack. I was listening to it. I was like, this does not sound like motherfucking Afrobeats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why am I getting Elton John? I was like, what the fuck's it? And then, um, yeah, looked into it a little bit more and realized so I, that I, it was Beyonce's. I listened to the actual soundtrack, the one that's got the cast in it. Yeah and formulated all my opinions, got ready to talk about it. And then by the time I'd realized the error of my ways, I listened to a little bit of the Beyonce one and then was just like, oh, fuck, I haven't got time. This was yesterday. No, you, That's no you're you missing should, out. You should definitely oh, go. I'm totally, like, totally going this to. This is perfect even, weather for it. Put e it on a speaker. Even, yeah, even the, oh yeah, this weather's perfect. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? Once you finish, I'm putting yeah. it on. Um, even the, the structure, the way that they did it, where, what is it? Is it each track and then it has a skit in between? Yes, yeah, each track and, and then a skit or an interlude from a character of the movie. Yeah, oh, and, it, cool. and, it, and it ties it in. So like, even without, obviously we've already watched the original. Yeah. So like when you're listening back to it, you're like, oh yeah, so this is the part of the film we're at now and yeah. everything makes sense within yeah. it. It's so good. We have amazing appearances. Burner Boy has his entire own track. Oh, we got a flame before anywhere. And AJ, I need you to. I need, need you to get ready. Explosions. I need to give a big round of applause to Bipolar Sunshine. Two credits. Two credits on there. Um, a, produce, a producer Light credit and a writer's credit. Yep. Uh, I can't remember what track it was. I think it was like track five or something. Um, Finding out as we speaks. I think it was like track five or something like that. It was like, was it called Bad Girl or something like something like that? Um, I will find out. But yeah, that's a massive, massive move. Uh, so yeah, big ups. Super disappointed that John Oliver doesn't have one of the little skits. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Um, Other than that, I will, uh, I will listen and I will... Get she started crazes and dances around the world yeah. with challenges. Uh, brown skin girl is lit up the entire of Twitter. Is I think it was brown skin girl that he's got the credits. Oh, on. that would be amazing. I Let think me it, just I think who we're we looking check. for. Um, Adeo Martin. Yep. Yeah, he is brown, brown, brown skin, skin girl. girl. He's got that is life changing. Producer and a writer's credit. Producer on pro probably yeah. one of the best songs on the album. On a song that features Beyonce, Blue Ivy, Jay Z, and Saint John. Incredible. And he's a 
credited as a lyricist on that same song as yeah. well. Oh my gosh, that is insane. Props to you. Okay, done with Beyonce. Uh, I don't think I am because oh, wow. okay. <laughs> I don't think go. I am. I don't think I am because okay. so like with everything that's like coming round from this album and like the impact that it's having, all the challenges, everything like that. Yeah. Do we think that this is one of the, do, well, I'm going to say two questions. Do we think yeah. that this is one of the most impactful soundtracks ever? Bearing in mind, not an album, like we're looking do you mean, at- as Do you mean the Lion King soundtrack in general? No, the like, Lion King, this, Beyonce is the gift album. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't have time, we don't have time to make statements like that. Uh, right? Yeah, we can. can and we? do you think that it's better mm -hmm. than Kendrick's Black Panther? Yes. No. Well, I mean, I haven't heard yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insane thing to say. So, yes, no. <laughs> that album for TD and J-Rock did win Grammys. Yeah. They did. This is going to win Grammys. This is going to <coughs> smash awards. Hopefully it came out in time because we know how their date, oh, their time fuckeries. periods work. Their lack of date um, system. I think this has been noticeably impactful. One, because of the variety of artists on there. Artists had their mm. own points to shine. Black Panther is about an imaginary African country where they use imaginary African languages. <laughs> and it's all made by Americans. Yeah. The only African thing about the Black Panther album, as much as we loved it, was that weird echoey sample, which is straight from the movie, which just flows Ooh, through the entire album. You went there. <laughs> okay, yeah. like, it all was right, solid those... rapping, solid album. I mean, the, yeah, the soundtrack was, was incredible. No, the movie was impactful. Is it not impactful because it was attached to the movie, which was impactful? The, yes. Yeah, the, the movie was, was The movie impactful. was this yeah. on its own part, this album, I've seen okay, take videos own. of Fine. little girls in Zambia dancing on YouTube to Brown Skin Girl. Wow. Yeah. They're not at the cinema watching that, but they've already heard that song and they're dancing with pride. <laughs> All right. That is amazing. Yeah. Like when you, to be fair as well, when you actually look at- And the visuals. Yeah. The, when you look at the, 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 the artists that she's had on there, she's got so many like four- People that don't really know uh, the Afro Afrobeats kind of music, these are completely unheard artists. Yeah, like to to the mainstream, these are completely unheard. Like I would I would say what the majority of people probably would have only heard of Burner Boy, Mr. Easy. I do you know what? I was just looking at Mr. Easy then and thinking people will probably know their songs and not even know them. Do you reckon? You could probably p play a Burner Boy. On the radio, and people will dance and sing along, and not know, it's and not know who Burner Boy is. I'm usually yeah. good until they hear him speak because like you can't hide Burner Boy's voice. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, yeah, for me, I, is exactly I was asking, the same. I was asking this, but every, I feel like Wizkid, everyone knows Wizkid in the culture. AJ, you wouldn't know who Wizkid is, would you? No, I've heard the name. You would know a Burner oh. Boy song, you wouldn't know who Burner Boy is. Yeah, no. Okay. I just put all of those words in your mouth. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah, how you ask a loaded question. <laughs> no, but like, Thank you, teacher. I asked that question because, yeah, my response was the same as yours. I think that this, the, when you take the actual music itself and you compare the two, yeah, I think Beyonce's one is so much more it's, impactful for yeah. different the, culture, bringing different cultures together. For, the fact that this this is aimed for different cultures, cultures that aren't necessarily represented on the global platform. 
yeah. and people that aren't represented on the global platform. Only over the last two, three years has standing for black women been a thing. Before yeah. then, it was like a really niche thing on Twitter where like, if you tweet the wrong thing about Serena Williams, they'll find where you work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the sun is being shot down for what they say. Like magazines, newspapers, there was a time they were allowed to run the stupidity. Yeah. And they, now Beyonce is singing about it. I did read a few people say Beyonce is late to the train, but- I, Does it matter? People who hey, say hey, shit like she that- She is the captain now. Me off. People who say shit like that piss me off. There is no trend to empowerment. Yeah. People need to it's, get over yeah. themselves. If you, I say that like I'm targeting someone. I'm not targeting it. Any, anyone can get them shots. But if people anyone say that, <laughs> but people say that, oh, Beyonce is late to like the celebrating Afrobeats and celebrating empowering black women. If she's late to the party, how fucking comfortable are you to cancel that invite? It ain't a party. Yeah. People are just trying to be fine. <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not a party situation. Listen, I turn up to party. <laughs> the party will start at 10. I'll turn up at 1 a.m. I'm still fucking invited exactly. still and I'm still going to come <laughs> and I'm still going to provide something. Exactly. Like uh, shout uh, out to yeah. Chateau Wale. Yeah. That and I also <laughs> think everybody wants to be the most people want to, everyone wants to pull the trigger on a cancel culture. Yeah. Well, no, yeah not what, even that. Everyone lot. wants to be the most, I hate the word. Everyone wants to be the most woke. So, ah, oh, we yeah. were doing this week, but it's the classic hipster thing. Oh, we were, mm. we were all for empowerment before it was cool. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Empowerment, still empowerment. Yeah, but no. back onto that anyway. Um, the uh, Beyonce soundtrack. I can't imagine the Lion King having anything else apart from that now. Like yeah, like this. The, just the music fitted perfectly with everything. I hope this the, is a wake up for the rest of Hollywood and their movie making. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. Uh, yes. But yeah, I hope. Like we're getting a Black Panther 2. I hope they learn and go, okay, maybe if you're making a movie about a made up African country that you just draw on top of the map, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe do a bit should, more research. Maybe, than, yeah, maybe you should. Than just sending some... out the fashion designer. That's what they did. <laughs> no, the she one, fucking oh, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, she, oh, was, she nailed it. There was it. a lot of, for the languages that they were speaking in Black Panther, there was a lot of research done to get those. There's a lot of words in Wakandan that are taken from other African languages. Just as a point. I'm not African. There's a, um, there's, a, <laughs> the, there's a whole controversy about that because they made it up to yeah. sound nice. Hey, it's a movie. <laughs> so it's like- It's a movie. Yeah, that's well, true. I mean, yeah, it, then it has, has, to to sound, that. has to sound nice. Then just say that. What Don't go, it, oh, we've done all of this to pick s traditional South African languages, blah, blah, blah. And then South Africans go there really excited to go, like <laughs> languages in a movie. And then they're like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. And it's like, oh no, like these words sound nicer. It's the whole beef with- some it's of the songs a, from the original line. You know, made-up country. Do you know, wait, do you know what this? Well, that's offensive in itself. But you, no one cares about that because it's fucking sick. Do you know it's what the two? Do you know what the two words that it comes down to? Culture yeah. appropriation. True say. No. Yes. In Black Panther. Yes. No. Well, like, no. No. In, like, no. The way Hollywood treats those things. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was getting no like because when we look at the whole but we concept can't, we of can't Black, love Panther. Black Panther for how you know I think they could have what it what it was and hate it at the same time. I'm going to do can. both. Yeah, you can. can. I mean, like, I'm not going to, but like, I can see because I'm, not, Afri do. I'm not African, yeah. but yep. I can, I'm not African. So I can see, like, for me, I just see it as like a great movie for black empowerment. Yeah. But I can see how people that are African would be offended by 
our language, like, oh, yeah, you know what I, I mean? See, like, what? I see both. I'm saying you don't get to be both. You can. You can. You can be proud that you're finally put on a global platform for everyone to even be able to ask you the questions. Because before okay. Lion King, people didn't care what Akuna Matata meant. That existed before Lion King. Yeah. And now kids are singing it. So someone has to answer those questions. Yeah. And if Disney are not going to sit there and release a, all of the research they put into these movies. No. But people from said cultures can. So now you can go to someone from South Africa and go, those languages in Black Panther, that question where they can get angry, where the switch happens, that question will probably be answered with, oh, they fucking made that up. Let me tell you where that but came of, from. Yeah. Of course they made that up. It's a made up country with a made up language that has to sound African because it's in Africa. Yeah, but if you're gonna take it from somewhere, why do you have to make it up? It Wait, exists what, Yeah, what, like, bear because in mind- if you're gonna, Everything's if, in English and that's fine. It exists anyway, you don't have no, to make it up. If you're, if you're <laughs> in that, that made up universe where this is a hidden country, it's a country that lives inside, like it's invisible. Um, pretty much. The, city, the, the cities are invisible. Then Star Wars it. <laughs> Don't just take a culture and pick the bits you want. Because it looks pretty. Or sounds pretty. Mm. Star Wars it. Make it up and see how that goes. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> okay, so if, they, if they said, here's a made up country in Africa. What is that? Yeah, go on. It, because it was yeah. already in Africa. Yeah. The filmmakers didn't do that. The comics yeah. did that. It's, here's a made up country in Africa. Yeah. And they made up a language instead of sort of, you know, taking good bits from a lot of languages. Yeah. They just flat out made up a language. Yeah. You better believe people would be way more mad at that. Yeah. Because then it's just I, like, get, I get that. That would be like me making up an Asian language. Like, <laughs> that East, sounds like, hilarious. Like, I get it now. And, yeah. If I made up an Asian language and did my own somewhat racist version of a bit of Chinese, a bit of Japanese, oh, maybe I'd throw oh, some, yeah, if I did my getting... impression of but, that, then people are going to be rightfully mad at me. And it would be the exact same thing so, in Africa. If I just made up an African language and I started clicking and doing other random wait, but my, noises, my, people would be offended. My if question take bits is, from actual languages and get linguists to make something out of everything, it fits the story better. Because it's, here's a made up country in Africa. They've probably got influences from all these real places. Okay. I kind I of, I, I, I do get it. I, I do get it. <laughs> you win that battle. I just, the war is still to be won. I, I just, I do feel like, they could have just picked one language. Well, no, because it could have been very easily done that. They could have picked one language, but then it would have been associated with a real country. Yeah, because here's they could have just- Here's that country that speaks that language. It all comes down to no, it's no a one's made up- do that work. A, Wait, do that correct work. me, correct Comic me. Comic book fans do that work. It's a made up language, but it also has to be somehow tied down into reality. So you I, I, at, I do you fully understand that. Languages. I do fully understand that and I- I'm not. I'm personally not mad. It's here. a really proud moment for me. I hope you know that. No, that's you put a solid argument yeah. forward. I'm gonna go do my homework. He's like, I was ready. Um, so going on to an album that yeah, pulls next. from all over the world, and we have had some time to sit on said album. Oh, here we Our go. boy Eddie. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. So, who's getting, going first? Are we going uh, to go rock, paper, scissors for who gets um, to go first? I'll, I'll go first because I'm, I'm just going to get- okay, just let it off. I'm going to get being crucified out of the way because I've got used to this just now. let it off. So the first time I listened to this, mm. I thought it was awful. Mm -hmm. The second time, <laughs> the second time I listened to it, I kind of like went in with it with more of an open mind. I was like, okay, this isn't what I was expecting from looking at the features and the track list. I think that that was there that gassed me up. That gave me a false sense of what was happening. Okay. When you look at it as 
this is an Ed Sheeran album. It's nobody else. It's Ed Sheeran, and it has a few fe- and it has features on it. <laughs> Ed Sheeran and some of his friends. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, some of his friends Ed in the park. Friends. You're not mad at it. An Ed Sheeran, like an Ed Sheeran fan, will not be mad at this album because it sounds very Ed Sheeran. Hey, don't don't speak for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say the typical Ed Sheeran fan, then, right. the one that's one that's not normally clued you're, in. You're to the one who explained them as the Fiat 500 gang. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the people that aren't clued into like more like deeper into like <laughs> hip hop hip hop culture and everything. <laughs> like this album, I feel like was more for them. Yeah, because if it, like anyone that is gonna spend money and go and listen to an Ed Sheeran concert, taking you out of this, thank you. <laughs> but it's a great show. This is this is the kind of sound that they want. So if it, like if you take away the fact that we if you take away the track list so we didn't see all of these features on and yeah. you listen to it, you're gonna be like, that's a good Ed Sheeran album. It's not great. It's not it's not gonna it's not gonna make you feel any type of way, but you're just gonna be like, this sounds like an Ed Sheeran album. Oh, and he's got a he's got a few guys rapping on it. Now, when you look deeper into that, I feel like this is him trying to show his fans that are his core fans now that have made him all these millions that this is where I came from. This is the SBTV that I came from. This is, I still chill with Stormzy. I'm still like the other day going on fucking bike rides with Dave at like 1am. True. Like- That was big. It was like, this is what I like. So I'm going to incorporate that into my music, but- I know that you're not a fan of that, so yeah. I'm gonna try and give you it's making, a diluted it's version. Hip hop digestible for the Fiat 500. Yeah, he just mixed veg into a recipe for a kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's and what he did. Like, so when I looked at, <laughs> when I looked at it from that perspective, I wasn't I wasn't mad at it. You're not about to expect a karma kind of person to eat a vindaloo. Truth exactly. Say. Like exactly. If you give <laughs> someone, bit, put a little if bit you, spice if you in put there. a little bit in there, like the Stormzy verse. Yeah. It's not a bad as, verse. It's not a bad verse, but as a rap fan, I'm not happy it was, with yeah, it. Yeah, it was very I'm, I'm not happy with it. It was very light. I'm yeah, not happy. It was it, very light. But for when you look at now the that when you right, so uh, when you look L I T E. Yeah. When you look at um a lot of the fans as well of egg sharing, they'll be like, What? You'll have like the younger version, but then you'll have your older women that are like someone's like mom or grandma or something like that. I can attest they, to that. They do not want to hear Stormzy going bar for bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could you like, imagine? Can, can you see where I'm going with this now? Yeah. So when you put it all into the context of Ed Sheeran being like, okay, I have to still make something for my fans, but I also want you to know that this is the kind of culture that I like and where I've come from. How do I make this digestible for you? Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, do you know who likes Ed Sheeran? My girlfriend's little sister and my girlfriend's mom. That was point exactly. Proven. Yeah, they're probably not listening to Stormzy's mixtapes. Exactly. No, they're definitely not. Um, so my and point especially was like Young Thug. I yeah. used to want to fuck my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, he's never gonna he's, outlive he's, that. He's never gonna. We're expecting um, a whole new album from him, and that's all I'm gonna I be waiting for. I can't wait because that's. I really um, want him to lean super into the skid. On that one. No, <laughs> give me a whole track about how it was. Uh, uh, no, no. I, I'm not sure. Because um, then we can get the flesh reaction to it. <laughs> so, Sign, my talk on Ed Sheeran. This album are similar to with government um, name. Sorry, beep. beep. Similar to DJs with less. <laughs> God, it wasn't Viv. Just me. 
Um, so I agree. This album was for Ed Sheeran fans, not necessarily to open the world up to Ed Sheeran. It was open Ed Sheeran's world up to yeah the rest of the world. Yeah. So yeah, when you say that, like, if you remove actual actually seeing the features and you press play back to back or front to back, you will see that this is just Ed and his friends or Ed and his influencers yeah. making I also, music together. I also have to say as well, because shout out to Keelan, we were talking about this yesterday. He said that everything sounds very safe. Yes. Yeah. And very, the features, 100%. Cardi's verse sounds Every, very everything safe. safe. Like, Travis does exactly what Travis does. I mean, do, do, don't get me wrong. I think the, the the track with Travis and the track, the last one, the one with Meek Mill and A Boogie. Yes. That's one of, yeah, Thousand Nights. That, those two songs, for me, are the best songs on there. Okay. And they're not, they're not incredible. AJ? It is exactly what I said it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Give it, you that it's, oh, you're coming in hot to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's some phoned in verses and Ed Sheeran belting out some reasonably catchy hooks. And trying to rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does try and rap. I mean, he's done that before. We've seen that. There's nothing. Yeah. It's much like it's the theme of the episode. I'm so disappointed. No, yeah. I, you know what though? It's I've, the theme of the episode and it's the thing I said before of the, the worst thing an album can do is to make me feel nothing. And I wasn't mad at this album. I wasn't angry about it. I can, I, it serves its purpose fine. It does what it's there to do. It was number one. It made some money. It, got, it gave some exposure to a lot of other artists. It put Cardi B in front of someone like my mum who would never listen to Cardi B. Mm. But they were all phoned in verses. If you're a hip hop fan, you're not going to enjoy this album. They were just... Yeah. One thing that always frustrates me with feature verses is when they feel well, so separated. in. So separated from the song. Like yeah. Cardi B was just like... Someone called Cardi B and was just like, hey, you didn't get to go to part life. Still want to be involved in British culture. Cool. Wow. He came fully loaded. <laughs> Jesus, my chest. My chest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Will you be quiet? Was <laughs> that that funny? God damn, just keep the energy, yeah, keep going. I wasn't even trying to going. be funny. Okay. Keep yeah, you didn't get energy. to go to part life. Still want to like feel like it. Get on this Ed Sheeran album. So she like, wrote out a verse and then there was a really nice line, like a, a line that i really liked in cardi's verse which is something like dropped an album then a baby here's a verse something like that yeah to that effect fucking nothing to do with the song oh yeah she yeah, just yeah, had yeah, a verse a and just like mailed it in yeah. and then that was it probably hasn't heard well, the song i think this, and that makes me mad because i think this is the most disappointing thing about it because when we was discussing it, we was all saying from the way that the track list was written out, it said either with or featuring. Mm -hmm. And we thought that this was gonna be, from the name as well, um, number six collaborations project, we thought that all the artists were gonna have a lot of involvement. Yeah. And yeah, we that, I think that was the most disappointing thing for me. So when I first listened to it, I was like, I fucking hate this. This is awful. It's not anything what like I feel that, We've been sold from the um, from the rollout. Yeah, yeah. true. Say, so. but yeah, like when I listen, when I take it for what it is, I still don't enjoy. I still don't think. I still don't enjoy it. Sonically, is it a bad album? No, nope. It's not a bad album sonically, but I just feel like for anyone that's a rap fan, it's They're not, not, you're not for get, you. Yeah, you're not getting anything. That it serves its its one sole function. Fine. Yeah. But other than a couple of like, ch I liked Chance's verse. 
that didn't feel as bad as as, agree, right. as egregious okay. as some of the other ones to me. Mm-hmm. Shall we talk about the Eminem 50 Cent track? Uh, I was about to say. <laughs> Should we um, just get it out of the way? One sentence, go, because I could wax lyrical about this track. That's um, not a good thing, actually, no. Didn't I say that it was going to feel like Eminem's, what was it, ass like that? It didn't. It felt like a, a fucking, when you make like a glass of cordial, when you're running out and you just put that little drop in just so the watercolour changes. <laughs> that was that was like the, the version of ass like that, it felt like. Eminem was better than 50 Cent. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I d- definitely that's give like you that. Seeing standing in dog poo is worse than standing in cat poo. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I, I I would say that that track was probably uh, no, not even one of the most disappointing track on yeah, the album. Yeah, because that was the one that I think everyone. Because let's be fair, okay. Because I know the the people in this Fiat Five Hundred gang, they know both Fifty Cent they, and Eminem. The I'm, I've got one specific person that I'm thinking of. Obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try to make enemies. Jeez. I'm not gonna name drop. I'm not gonna name drop, but this specific person. Well like, get- but use a bitch. Use a bitch. <laughs> you massive, may as well, may as well just Ed tell Sheeran. them where they live and everything. Massive Ed Sheeran fan. Massive Eminem fan. And I've been in the car with this person before and tried to put on other hip hop, and they've been like, "Fucking turn this shit off." But then every now and then you'll catch a 50 Cent song or the Eminem 50 Cent tracks that have come out in the past. Like they get real turned up for that. So Ooh, this, this track- is so specific. Hey, this this is very specific. Almost tailor-made for that kind of person. Like- Shout uh, out Becky. I, 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> imagine if you got that name right. Um, <laughs> I, like, I love Ed Sheeran. So done. I love Eminem. 50 Cent's cool. Oh my God, he's so buff. And then that song comes out. And you know what? They're probably blasting it in their teal Fiat 500 right now. Strong. I think it's called wow. eggshell, actually. It is. They call it eggshell. i never seen an eggshell that color, but. And like a quail's egg. Yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. I. Yeah. I ain't that rich. I, so. feel, <laughs> I, f- I feel like I can't be involved because I don't yeah, know the. I, I don't know this person this either. Is ve- this is very specific. No, that was like a police liner. <laughs> <laughs> they showed me a liner now. I can point out that. No, that person. Oh, Becky, <laughs> you. <laughs> That person is is archetypal of the of the Fiat Five Hundred gang. Okay. okay. One second. Was there any more to be said on this song? Because um, we know we all disliked it. Yeah. There was something that really pissed me off about. Keep talking whilst I find the lyrics. There was something that really pissed me off in the lyrics. Um, and probably all of them. Well, yeah, this most really of, most of them. I just thought it was very bad. The, the hook in particular. Very bad. It was all phoned in. No one listened to anyone. There's like this. Didn't make sense. I've at got all. one point about this entire project, and this song was the like glaring symptom of it. It felt like there was no musical integrity, like integrity no. of the art. Yeah. This was what I was saying to you last week. Yeah. First of all, the chorus. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the name of the song first. It's called "Remember the Name." Yeah, I, you know how much I'm, I'm always going to be there and defend Eminem, but it feels like at this point that that is what Eminem and Fifty Cent are trying to make you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't forget about me. I'm here too. Uh, just leave it alone. The chorus is fine. What I didn't like was that by the end of it, if you listen to the last chorus, the very end of the song, it's all three of them singing it at the same time. Yeah, so I just mashed that. on top it's, of each other. It sounds it horrible. Sounds bad. Like when Eminem was singing his chorus, that made sense. I got it. It's like we got the verse and then the chorus. Same for 50 Cent, same for Ed Sheeran. That was great. That worked. I liked mm-hmm. that. The construction of the song was fine. Don't put all three of them together. Somebody stepped into the studio, looked at Logic and went, got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then like stole the trackpad and or the tablet and 
just, like, just crammed it together and pressed play, and then everyone was like, genius. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> and it was just awful. And there's actually a line in the last verse, which I think sums up how they all felt about this song. Spirit which was, I got rap locked and I'm already paid. Like they'd been paid before they'd written yeah. this bar. Yeah. They didn't care. And Their know, paycheck wasn't dependent on the quality of the bar. The, the, the last, th the only thing else that I have to say about this is, 50, you owe us money now. Yeah, 50, I am Run us our money for listening to that trash. Oh God. I'm coming to collect. I'm gonna send a letter in the post. Yeah, I'm coming to collect. Check oh yeah, expected. but let's just, <laughs> we were talking last week about these lyrics. Ain't nobody cold as me. I dress so fresh, so clean. You can find me in my whip, rocking my Fendi drip. Man, you know what I mean. That's so bad. That's true. That's awful so lyrics. Bad. That's like the kind of that's lyrics the man that, who wrote patiently waiting. That's the kind of lyrics that I would write down. Debating whether or not's for me. That's I the refuse. kind of lyrics that you would write down as like a twelve-year-old and go, "Oh, I'm gonna be famous." Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, I'm a rap god. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got whip. Fendi drip, and then the worst bit, the most egregious part of that entire like four lines to me when I heard it was, man, you know what I mean. That's like, so poor. If anyone follows me on Twitter. There are so many on, more words that rhyme with yeah. clean. Anyone who follows me on Instagram, sorry, will know I am a sucker for the art of lyricism. <laughs> and I will continue <laughs> to talk about how rap is poetry. Rap is the new literature. Rap is better than Shakespeare, and I will forever say this. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was awful. I can't argue against 50 Cent, give me something to work with when I have to fight these people. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Power better be fucking cool. Because otherwise. Because otherwise. Yeah, because otherwise. Ah, 50. Eminem's still know. in there talking about himself I've and got, oh, you don't like me anymore. I'm so sad about it. Shut up. Do I've got a question what? that I will feel like change the, topic, but I'll let you yeah, finish. Yeah, I've, I just feel like this whole, not even just this whole song, this whole album, nobody actually cared. Nobody actually cared. They very just true. saw the check, which was probably very big. Yeah. yeah. I, wish, I wish that I had that check. <laughs> yeah, and if I, had, if I had that check, I probably would have cared and put more I'll effort I'll just put in. a verse like 50 Cent too. I could, probably could have wrote that. Hey, he's got the rap lock and he's already my paid. My shorts are I, short, my socks are long. <laughs> I mean, I probably could have wrote that, but <laughs> like, I just don't think anyone cared. I think when you get, <laughs> when, you're, when you're Ed Sheeran and you're not from this culture as well, I don't think they're like, oh, I need to spit. I need to spit a hot fire verse. They just thought, oh yeah, just whatever. This for me is the same problem that we have with a lot of these kind of albums. There's not a lot of love put into them. There's exceptions, of course. True say. But things like a DJ Khaled album, something like this, there's rarely love put into the verses. They're just making tracks. Oh, we, again, back to my conversation. We had a great conversation yesterday, me and Keelan. I said, because this album wasn't bad sonically, but he was like, it wasn't creative. There was nothing there. We use Adele as an example. Ooh. Wow. So Adele, incredible voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great to listen to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is she creative? No. Nope. Not unless she's does just she, broken up with somebody. Does she do the same thing all the time? Yep. Yeah. And he was like, that's what he's mad at. Like Education. And, and like, I can't, I get that. And it's like, I feel like that is why I was, I, I'm still kind of angry with this album, but at the same time, I'm accepting it for what it is. But he's like, you shouldn't just accept the lack of the creativity. Has anyone listened to the previous collaborations project? Because I didn't no. know that there was one until someone pointed it out to me. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that there's five of them, other ones. I don't think there's five. 
Oh, I um, just assume I just number assume, system doesn't work for me there then. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that this was yeah. like number six in like a, a sequel series. thing. No, that so there, was there is a, a number five collaborations project, um, which somebody showed me the track list, and it's actually yeah. I'm not going to get gassed about the track list. Yeah, no, he's got thing. me fool me once, can't fool me twice. I'm not getting gassed about it anymore. But just listen to this. Okay, uh, let's go through some of these. So it's. 2011 for context, because okay. there's some names mm. in here that you don't hear much of 2011, let me try and guess names. That was the Wiz Khalifa era. Yeah, Wiz but Khalifa, I think we're Matt gonna Miller, be getting like- Pittsburgh boys. There's some really good names Tinchy, in here, don't get me wrong. Dappy. No. <laughs> That, uh, but so that was when Ed Sheeran was like in his American bag. Ah, uh, okay. Ooh. So we got, I'm not gonna go through the whole tracks. I'm just gonna give you the features. Yeah. Devlin. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wiley. Mm. P-Money. Oh, I was very close. JME. <laughs> okay. Mikil Payne. Yeah. Uh, Getz. Yeah. Sway. Yeah. Wretch32. Yeah. And Dot Rotten. Yeah. Okay. For you might have just sold me a bag. <laughs> you, sir, have made a sale. <laughs> Fuck you, I yeah, I'm so angry at that. I'm kind of what I'm going to have to go and listen to this yeah. now. So go back and listen, and then we'll talk about that. We'll talk about an, an eight-year-old album on next week's episode. Because yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Neither I'm going to have to, like... We have to. It's going to make a comparison to talk about. Yeah. And you know what? Eight the hooks. Do you know what Ed Sheeran does do really fucking well? It's a great hook. Yeah, he does. that's true. He, he writes does. and he belts out a great hook. And you know what? I'm not going to take it away from him. I'm not going to take this album away from him. It's not terrible. It's, it doesn't offend me. It's not sonically um, bad. It's just not word of the day. Can you cue up the round of applause for my next point I'm ready for? Okay. Talking about wonderful collaborations that unite and are culturally integral. Is that, that, that phrase is probably wrong, but important to said culture. Kano is back yes. and he brought his round motherfucking friends. Round of applause. Give me a round of applause for that. King Kano, I applaud you. I thank you for gracing us. Oh with my your gosh. When this presence. land when this landed in my inbox. So this is your guys' I, bag, I'm gonna let you talk on this. Oh <laughs> this, my gosh. When this landed in my inbox, I had to rub my eyes. I was like I was very confused. I was when like, I saw is, it. is this okay? Kano, you may be the reason why I am Taken into A and E with Sunstroke. Um, <laughs> his tour hood is all summer. If, the, yes. if if it is staying this hot, pre-order Wednesday. I, I, I'm gonna have to try and, and live up to it. But <laughs> it's 30 degrees outside, and it, I'm contemplating wearing a hoodie. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm super excited for this tour. Super excited for the tour. It's the song itself, the 17 minute video. So for context for you, AJ, Kano has been out of music. For three yeah, years, yeah, I got told. I got I told think, about this. Was the last? Was the last? Oh, Kano fans that are like diehard are probably going to get at me for this, but me? was his last big release three wheel ups? Yep. Uh, did, had he put it's anything? Weird, isn't it? Has he put anything else Nothing out after really, that? Not no. even a single. No, not really. It was that made in the manner three wheel ups era. Oh, he had the, yeah that summertime in the manner, my friend. Yeah. T-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt weather. Yep. So that was. Pretty much it. I'm a huge Kano fan, by the way. If anyone wants to at me, P's and Q's every P's and day. Q's is I know every best. word to that song. My child will know every word to that song. So, I tried to play that in Croatia, by the way. Yeah, oh realized, realized that- That's not the crowd for it. Well, do you know what it was? It was weird because I didn't get to play any UK music yeah. there. I tried to break a few songs. <laughs> I played like Stormzy, Vossy Bop and stuff yeah. like that. You had a few people and I was like, oh, 
we got some UK fans. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put some real music on. And yeah, it, it just Nothing. didn't work. It didn't work. Because it was it was all it was all um American it was all an American crowd. Okay. Uh, they fucking loved City Girls and Sweetie. Oh yeah, I bet. So Kano drops a 17 minute video called Trouble. Um, and it tells the story of how a really unfortunate scenario can unfold so quickly when so many different factors fall in together that lead to the death of a teenage boy getting Where stabbed. Where else did we see this? In London. Hmm. Hmm. The song that goes with it, if that, he's released two songs. So there's Trouble and yeah. House of Deja. Yeah. Trouble is the introspective song that ties closely with the video. And House of Deja is a song that they, Kano, DWE, and Gets perform in the house of the video. And that is one significant ass moment for grime music. Yeah. The moment where Kano, Gets, and D-Double are stood in that house party, which is actually the wake of the child who died in the video, passing the mic back and forth rapping bar after bar after bar yeah. after bar that bar that like that moment is so big that gets tweeted after it a thousand pounds to any two people who can recreate what me and kano did uh, there do you know what, with our bars you don't even have to write it yourself do you know Use what our bars. do you know what the, do you know what the thing that <laughs> makes that moment even more special when you've got and this is, isn't a shot at him yeah. When you've got the godfather of growing Wiley yeah. that's out here making songs that I don't even know what genre I'm putting <laughs> this in anymore. He's on a No, but it's like it's like very commercial it's very commercial hip hop that's like summary kind of songs and it's get the get that bag music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, quite weird. But we, yeah, which is quite weird because he sends shots at everybody for yeah. doing that. And then you've got on the other hand, Kano, who's also a legend that comes out with something like this. And it's like, he's done it a lot better. He's kept quiet about it. He's not had to send shots at everybody else yep. to make his name kind of still relevant. Yeah, he went off, he went quiet after all of those, the, the music that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, But then he's come back and everybody in the scene is so excited for this. So like, excited. I, if, I'm, if I'm correct, I think that he's London... Show is either sold out or nearly sold um, out already. It's, well, it, it's tomorrow, but they the oh, okay, tickets the, go on sale tomorrow morning, the, Wednesday morning. For yeah, the, pre -re no um, pre release is today. It's pre release today. Pre release what was the, today. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast done. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure pre release was today. Um, I'm gonna be so sad for you if you've just missed that. Oh, I ain't gonna miss it. I'm gonna sell some shit to go. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm literally looking at that right now. But. Yeah, the impact of this is big for UK music. And I think even just this one moment, the hype from it, and probably the hype that's going to follow with these shows, four shows he's doing around the UK, is going to put a huge spotlight on like, the integrity of UK music. Yeah. So on the flip side, we've got the stupidity of the beef of Banning Drill, which yep. anyone who's listened to a couple of podcasts ago heard... The, me triggered yeah, in defending it. And I am not saying I've gone 180, but fuck these stupid musicians who sit at the back of the class 
don't do any homework and then get pissed off when they get picked on yeah. for not doing homework. Unknown T, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be a staple of the like hip hop community in the UK. He's one of the biggest show rappers. You're supposed out. to be. Like, that's that's the genre of music. He was probably like, yeah, don't ban it because I got mad music on the internet. Shut the fuck <laughs> up if you're gonna go do stupid things. Go do stupid things quietly. Wait, I just want no integrity. Just, in that, I, is just there. Wanna, I just want to. I just want to point <laughs> out as well. I'm pretty sure that Thanks. what he did was a while ago before he started making music. It was 2000 and- Oh, you also get one of these. 80, no, going into 2017, I think. Yes. 2016, so New Year. It was, so it was it was before he started making, well, before- He was he, making music at the time. Before he, he blew yeah. before he blew up. Exactly. So, so you this, need to carry but, that energy. There's no struggle if that's the stupid shit you're doing. No, but this, this is the- You be proud of having nothing. This is the exact, he could literally be the exact example that Krypton Conan were using in the bang drill. Yep. It's just unfortunate that I say unfortunate because if if you have taken someone's life, then you you have to pay the the price and rightfully so. Exactly. But it's just unfortunate that somebody with a promising future yep. has to see that end because of stupidity. That's very true. I'm just doing some Kano research. <laughs> I'm proud of you. We'll happily supply you with all the playlists you need yeah. to be educated on why Kano is the king of grime. That video as well for do you know what Kano has always done good videos. Yeah, he's nailed always. It with Wait, when did you say? How long did you say you've been out of the out of the game for? Three years, I think. Two. Oh, I heard Two a way. Years? I heard a way bigger number. No, I heard you say something mad. Like no, no. Seventeen years. I don't no. know where I heard that. No, no, no. Because no, no, no. three weeks. <laughs> I was like, I, I remember. I don't know. I remember getting. Book in the club to three wheelers. Three wheelers. Like mad okay. book. Different life of mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, the yeah, the video for that, I believe they did like as a house party thing, yes. didn't they? That was a great video. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm proud that Kano's back. I'm proud that I get to wear My the Kano merch that I'm about to buy <laughs> with pride. Kano's one of the few artists actually who I buy and wear merch for. So I have stuff from his last his last yeah. ends tour I have at home. And I'm literally looking at the merch again <laughs> as we speak. I'm gonna cop some of this. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely gonna be going to the uh, Manchester leg of the, the tour. I'll I'll make sure that we get tickets for that. Yes. Make sure. Shouts out to the Thousand percent there. One second, hoodie. I don't feel okay. like I'd, uh, I wouldn't fit in there. <laughs> it's not about fitting in. Kano, like it's about, all the, all it's the way Kano welcomes everyone. It's about appreciating. Kano welcomes greatness. everyone. I'm literally, man, I shouldn't be doing this. Added to bag, pre-order complete. <laughs> 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 nice work. So all right, what's next? We've spoken, this is a topic. I'm going to give you guys the option whether you want to cover it or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because we one take record. I shared to the group the video of the comedian joking about the murder of Triple X. Um, I didn't watch it. Okay, so I read it. Yep. Okay, we'll just cover it real briefly. Yeah, I read it. I feel like the joke, it was in bad taste. I don't the like- The joke itself? So remember- the when- jo- Well, the actual joke wasn't a very good joke, just in general anyway. Like I believe it was the something about he, had like 20,000 in cash yep. on him. Yeah. And she was like, oh, isn't this a great thing where you should have just used this app and had all your money in this app like Monzo, um, basically. And 
I was just like, well, one, it's not really a good joke. Two, I don't, personally don't want to be laughing about people's death or misfortune. And if you do make me laugh about something like that, it's normally I'm laughing because of the shock factor. But your joke didn't bring any of we that. We know my opinion on offense and shock in comedy. Yeah. I don't. For those who haven't heard it, I'm just going to briefly restate it and then I'm not going to make much effort to defend it. Nothing is out of bounds. Absolutely no, I'm with no, you. There's no rules. Absolutely no. Not in, not There's in, no rules. Not in comedy. Absolutely nothing is out of bounds. Nothing is off limits. Joke about whatever you want. Just know your audience. Well, this is the I've thing. I've got an asterisk to put on that. It's not just know Joke your audience. Anything. Be a fucking good comedian if you're going to go guns ho. Yeah, this, I didn't be, see don't be it, a so shit. Like, exactly. Shit. Like, it was bad. And I agree with you there. If she delivered that joke better, if and I, other comedians have said this, if she spent more time actually writing a better joke and delivering it better and knowing the intricacies that if a comedian should know, yeah. if she actually spent that time which you, a comedian should do if you're going to dive into what you know is going to be controversial. Joke. You need that shock You better factor. back yourself up with humor. Yeah. Yeah. You better be able to go, but it's funny though, isn't it? And yeah. if you're a comedian, you can say that after saying something controversial. And as controversial as it was, people will be like, eh, fuck it, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. To compare it's, her to it, a great, Eddie Murphy was ugh, he was the telling best the world Mr. T's gay. At a time Murphy. where Mr. T was ripping heads yeah. off <laughs> and the whole world was like, yo, that's fucking funny though. Well, for me, yeah. so it, it always comes down to the typical, like a rape joke. Yeah, oh, that's wow. as bad as they get. No one is making a rape joke or any kind of offensive or bad taste joke and going, the thing that I'm joking about is funny. That's not the point of the joke. The joke isn't this person died because that's just not funny. The joke is whatever you have spun around that fact. Like, and this is what people miss when they get offended about by jokes. No one is saying that that thing is funny, but everything can be a jumping off point for something funny. Well, yeah, I get that. What, like for me, it, like, as I said earlier, it comes down to- So if the I joke don't, was like, shitly, like, fine. That's the real crime, like these bad comedy. Yeah. And that's where she went wrong. Like for me, like I personally don't want to laugh at those kind of things. But if you can, if you can do it where you make me laugh. Yes. Yeah. And one, like it has to have shock value. Yep. And then it also has to have uh, what Sign said, where you can come back around and be like, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. And what she did, the joke itself was pretty dead. And then she backed down on her word. Yes. Like she was like, oh, really? I'm sorry. Yeah, she was, yeah, she apologized yeah, she, and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Apology. Oh, don't like apologize. It was like a screenshot on her Instagram Notes. feed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Even the, worse. the classic shit apology. Don't yeah. apologize. So like, so this was That's where- another thing in comedy, never yeah. ever apologize. So this was where my whole issue was with it. I was like, one, you've delivered a bad joke. Okay, so I, I can't remember what comedian it was that I watched, but apparently like you go out and You'll do these like small tours in like comedy clubs or whatever yeah, before you they do test your new material. Yeah. So this like okay, if this is her testing new material. No, it, it was her doing a supposedly a good show. Oh, this was supposed to be a big that was show. like the level of comedian she is. Okay. Oh no, yeah, no, but that's like even what is it? Even yeah. Kevin Hart and stuff like that. They'll yeah. go and do no, no, shit that's shows. The when, I, when, I was in, when I was in New York, I saw controversial, but I saw Louis C.K. I saw Ray Romano, yeah. and I saw a couple that. Um, Mateo Lane. Yeah, and they, um, it's like when they're testing out yeah, new stuff. Yeah, I was in the comedy and, cellar. Um, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They all rolled through. Apparently Chris Rock rolls through there all the time. Yeah. 
So um, you'll, they'll just go to these clubs and be like, oh, I'm going to Yeah, go, so I'm like going. for me, if you if it's one of those situations and you're testing out Lucy K was new material and you're just like, oh yeah, that didn't work. I'll do this to make it better. Don't kind of, it just seems like at the first hurdle that she got any sort of criticism. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The thing like, is as well, what you do there, like what's happened is, and like I said, I said it flippantly, but it's kind of true, is the real crime here was a bad joke. Yeah. As in a poorly yeah, constructed, poorly not very yeah. funny joke. Not the subject of the joke. But by apologizing, because people got offended by the subject of the joke, you've admitted wrongdoing, and then that is yeah. validation for the, I'm offended, people. Because yeah. they've seen, oh, someone did something offensive and apologized, that means we were right. I beg you ah. to try and do that to Chris Rock. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Chris Rock's never going to apologize. He's not going to apologize or back down because he's done the he's done the working out. Yeah. He's done the calculations to figure out like, you know, and he's a, he's smart enough to- Exactly. Don't make, don't try and be controversial if you're not smart enough can to, we, can we, to take the hit. Is this comedian, is this com um, said comedian that we're talking about, I don't even know her name. Um, is she, she's not a big comedian, no. well known, no. is she? No. Yeah, she's- Which is why this story is even more fucking irrelevant. That might, that's like, that's think, like me reporting on this podcast that my dad said something offensive. No, but no I, one gives a fuck. <laughs> I think what it is, nobody's <laughs> say stupid things oh, all the she time. Made it, she made it today. bad for herself because this could have put her on a platform if she did it well. She'll yeah. get gigs after that, off this. Mm, no, she no, just I don't like, think so. I feel like Twitter energy now, they do that where they go after your money now. They don't just try and cancel your that Instagram. True. They will go after like her shows and they like, I saw places where they'd literally write complaints until a venue yeah. will drop a set. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's insane. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're the doing internet's that. fucking bad jokes. Do better uh, jokes, lady. I, I hope the internet never comes to me like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want to start emailing my job, man. <laughs> oh, bro, can you imagine? I don't want none of that beef. Anyway, um, one Fuck day this will be my job. Sponsor us, please, Jay Z. <laughs> Shouts out to you. Shouts out to your money. So, final topic of this week is something that we've spoken oh, about a few times. The fuck, I like. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm like, oh, you want to beef me? Speak to my lawyer, bitches. <laughs> and I don't mean bitch in no disrespectful way. Do you know um, what? I'm really looking forward to this. I've so, been, I've yeah, been I'm looking forward to this I'll intro it to the world. Final topic of this week is a game that I call Rap Draft. If you've sat with me Solid long game. enough, you will know that regularly I will bring up the conversation. If you could build an album, if you could build a super group, if you could build a collaboration, who would you pick? Producer Jess, shout out to Producer Jess. Shout, shout out. Knows that one of my favorite games is Top Trumps. First time I met Producer Jess, we played Top Trumps in a beer garden in Manchester. True say. Rap Draft takes the game of Top Trumps and I issue each host three cards. With each card will be one random popular musician and some of their attributes and unique facts. Oh, oh, this oh, is, oh, this, oh, is, lit. this is a mixed bag. So I have something for everyone up in here. <laughs> oh, this, this, I feel like this is just for the, uh, for me that lives in 2013. <laughs> so we all now have Three cards each, which will be three no popular musicians. To, how, I don't know how to feel about it. And on the card, you will have that musician's lyrical ability, their notoriety, their bling, their impact, and a wild card score. Yo. All of them are out of 100. Your aim is to pick a category which you think that musician is strongest in and pitch it and why we would win. So, 
Who I've wants got, to? Sorry, you can't one, tell us who the I'm not going to, but I've got one card here, and this, this, this card is brutal. Okay. Like, the makers um, of this card game have been Didn't like this savage. person. Oh, you can also veto. So if we disagree with someone's impact on notoriety, we can veto it. You oh, just they, have to come with a good fact. They did good this reason. guy so dirty. And oh, yeah, man, some people have been done very dirty. I'm not saying that I disagree with what this card has put, but God, it's savage. So, AJ, you go first. Give us so a- I pick a topic. Yeah. All right. Notoriety. Okay. My notoriety is 78. Mine uh, is- Mine was top card anyway. Mine's 51. 51, yours is? 99. 99. 99. Cards down. I had schoolboy Q. <laughs> Mr. Kanye West. Okay, oh, wow. that's hard to argue against because Kanye's got to be like the trump card in this deck. Those are some mad stats. Yeah. Uh, lyrical ability eighty four, notoriety ninety nine, bling seventy nine, and impact ninety eight. I'm gonna put all the cards in so people can see as well. Yeah, those are big. We numbers. will do that. So yeah, okay, that's strong. They did Big Sean so dirty. So they did, like, they did it, do Big Sean. Is really this like dirty. top trumps? Do I take these? Uh, no, we can just leave them there. We're just doing the three in our hands. All right, calm. Letting the people know. You won that round, so Winner you stays pick on. again. Winner stays on. Uh, God. Well, it's not my fault that these two are trash. Mm. I'm just gonna go straight for it for shits and giggles. Uh, lyrical ability. Lyrical ability, 74. I have an 81. Iggy Azalea, one. <laughs> <laughs> is she one? That, She's one. I love that. One. This, this is the card I was talking about. They have been brutal. I'm not, I'm not defending Iggy Azalea, but they have been. I love that. They brutal. gave her a one. They gave her a one. <laughs> By the way, I listened to her last album. It was a review I skipped at the beginning of this podcast. They, they gave lyrical ability a one, notoriety 17, bling 25, and impact three. Mm, I'll get wow. That. That yeah, that's true. That um, I listened to her album and lyrical ability is definitely a one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid one. Wow. Rounded up. Uh, so I had Chance. Um, I had oh, little channel from Tyler the, the Creator, um, whose wild card is he's friends with Elon Musk. Oh, well, is he? It's a great that's, that's crazy. I prefer that he's learning how to BMX with Pharrell. That's a better wild yeah. card. But. I really want to get mad by some of these numbers, but thus far- Okay, really wait, mad. who got highest there? I got 74. Oh. Uh, me, I had 81. Okay. 81 lyrical ability. I don't know about that. I don't know if Chance is a better lyricist than Tyler. No, he's- uh, Acid rap. Oh no, wait, never mind. Yeah, I disagree. What did Chance get there? Chance got 81. 81 to, yeah, no. to Tyler. I would, I'll switch I would, them around. I would say that, that I would say that I think Tyler lyrically is better. Okay, I, we all agree. He get, he, on, <laughs> on that whole Goblin album. Wait, does that make me the winner if we agreed? Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, I'll just give away my win. <laughs> also, notoriety, um, sorry, impact on that one too. That's a really close one as well. That but does Chance Chan win? Chance got Chance. 70, Tyler got 72. Mm. I think Tyler, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, yeah. say Tyler's had Tyler a, a way bigger, bigger impact than Chance. Yeah. I would, I would say- changed how music music. Yeah. changed music. A massive, right, just, massive okay. more impact. Final card. Slow flow, it's your go. No, oh, no it's me. I took I, the win. Yeah, oh, I vetoed oh, my oh, win oh, because uh, we all agree that Tyler's a better <laughs> lyricist. Um, <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> you just agreed. I haven't given it too much thought. Wild card, 79. Oh, I'm about to win this wild card, 84. 20. So I have Cardi B. Her wild card is her child is named Culture. That's oh my God, I, for, I forgot about and that. Everyone forgets about everyone that, but no, forgets. there's a whole baby yeah. out there called Culture with a K. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this is why everyone, Who did you This have? is why people don't like Cardi. Uh, yeah. I had uh, Wiz Khalifa. His <laughs> wild card is Pittsburgh has a Wiz Khalifa day. Yes. Which I would like to roll to. That is amazing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Did you like that? Did you yeah. like that? <laughs> this is one of my favorite facts of all time. I got a wild card of 20 yep. for uh, Mr. Small Boat. Lil Yachty yeah. for yeah. the retards out there. Um, <laughs> wow. You can't say that word. Energy today. <laughs> the heat does things to me. Um, apparently he thinks cello is a wind instrument. Oh yeah, someone asked his favorite wind instrument and he said cello. I think we've got time for one more game. Let's have one more game. One more draw. Yeah, one more draw. Let's do one more. I uh, keep those cards. Yeah, we don't want double ups. Let's keep these. I need, um, I need to photo them. We'll, we'll have one more game cards. and then we'll... Um, uh, Bling, yes. 83. Ah, oh. uh, 69, could have been higher. 76. You have? Quavo. Oh, oh okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I have Mr. ASAP Rocky, and I wanted you to pick wild card so I could see he's currently on an extended stay in a wonderful Swedish hotel. Uh, <laughs> Swedish, Swedish institution. Hotel. Free in ASAP, fairness, Have you man. seen prisons in Sweden? He's fine. Yeah, I, I'm, you know what? I'm not too much on the free ASAP hype. No, like, free, he's gonna be free ASAP. I don't want him to be kept longer than he should. And Did I we, feel like they're, they're milking it was now. Was it Donald Trump's tweet last week? This week. This week. Right. Oh, when yeah, he was we, we need to talk about for this before P, we end. Yeah, for, for the quick update on the free ASAP movement. It's 2019 is really happening. Boondocks is gonna happen. So let's oh just my god, I cannot <laughs> wait for Boondocks now. Today's, this is gonna be wild. The date is July 23rd, 2019. Yeah. Boris Johnson just became prime minister. True. So we live in a world where Boris Johnson is prime minister. Fuck the government, Donald, fuck Boris. Exactly. Yeah. Donald Trump is president and said president, president is black and my money's blue. <laughs> said president tweeted, Something to the effect of just got off the phone with Kanye West, told me all about his very good friend ASAP Rocky. I'm now going to call the Swedish Prime Minister and see what we can we can organize. Like we don't want your help. We, we oh, he made the call and Sweden extended ASAP Rocky's stay <laughs> by a week. <laughs> Did they extend his stay for another yeah, week? But two weeks. But can we just? They extended it a week. Just really, really. That's really the world think, we live in. Really think about that. We live in we live in the upside down. We live in. A We've world empowered. The worst, which is why I say no, I'm no longer going to be polite. The People are going to catch hands. It, the wildest part of it to me is that we do live in we live in a world down. where Kanye picks up the phone to the president, yeah, with his wife in a group chat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> imagine that group FaceTime yeah. call. Oh group, my god! I, in fairness, I Kim, can Kardashian, imagine, I Kim can Kardashian's have... actually done quite a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, she has, but why are we in a world like where Kim these? Kardashian is our political spokesperson? I'm not calling her a political spokesperson. She's just- oh, Hip hop's political spokesperson. Oh, she's doing lots she's of- She's not mine. She's doing lots of really good stuff. Yeah, credit she where is. credit is due. She's okay. out trying to get a law degree and trying to do some good in the world. We can't Props. get mad at that. We need to respect that she's trying to make some good. Is Whether it's calling re- bitches basic earlier? Now he's like, Kim Kardashian can stay. <laughs> she's trying to educate herself. She got <laughs> some, this bitch got smarts. <laughs> you got to put some respect on that. But Kanye saw that ASAP Rocky was in prison and he picked up the phone to the president. Yeah. 
who who thinks Kanye is the greatest thing in the world. Because the last president said he's a jackass. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when you make new friends, you gotta keep him around. Just uh, and on yes, and on and down. on that really fucking wild note. Thank you very very much for listening, everyone. We'll be back in your itself. ears next week with some more fuckeries. I think we should make this game a regular uh, segment. True say. Let's yeah. do it. It's going to be a thing. Free ASAP. Free ASAP. We out. Peace.